You are listening to the We Only Do One Take Podcast. The only podcast in the world that is a complete shit show. Oh yeah. It's been a while. Oh, hello everybody and welcome to the We Only Do One Take Podcast. It's the only podcast in the world that is a complete shit show. I am your host, Turchin, with me is my co-host, the CEO. The man that told me while high that his dream is to be a trans Muslim woman <laughs> because he loves getting stoned. It's Kieran. Oh. Try, try, try your headphones now, buddy. How are you doing? Oh, man. Is that better? Is that better? No, that was, that's really loud. There we go. There, there we, we go. go. That's, that's better. better. Yeah. How are you doing, buddy? Uh, I'm good. I'm good. How long did it take you to think of that one? Uh, I, I came up with a... You know what? I've written a lot of jokes today. Yeah. I've written a lot of jokes today. Yeah. So we can uh, we can absolutely have some fun <laughs> with that. But goddamn, it's good to be back in the studio with you. We've come fresh off our waiting for our result for the shitty song of the mm-hmm. week. I've messaged mm-hmm. them saying, what's going on? Where's our win? Where's our trophy? Because I'm pretty sure I rigged the pot by asking my parents and everybody <laughs> else to vote for us. <laughs> And I think I voted at work and at home. And I, I have voted on my iPad, my <laughs> Apple, and my work PC. Well, so sixteen votes, and I think about ten of them are out. <laughs> so I think we might might take this one out. But that's the name of the game. That's how Australians do it. Yeah, it's a numbers game. It's a numbers and game. And that's uh, if you don't understand that, that's just your fault. Should be song of the week. Absolutely, absolutely. But here we go. Should we do some rants? Yeah, let's do some rants. Shut the hell up, bitch. Go kill yourself. Go sit in the middle of the road and let a car run over you. You're ugly. You're disgusting. I'm going to kill you. I have a fan rant. Oh, please bring it in. A fan rant. Who told me, or he was ranting to me. Yes. That I apparently talk about barbecue, but then I changed the topic and uh-huh. i never finished talking about barbecue. who's ra- who to, who's the fan damien oh well you need to do it <laughs> damien this is for you buddy <laughs> so there's a fan rant so i'm going to talk about barbecue later on you should do a, you we should, need a new segment yeah the barbecue segment you should just record a tw- like a 20 minute thing <laughs> like once a week at home about what you barbecuing stuff you're doing and we can release that as something different I think I'm just gonna yeah. I'll just I think it's I'll, good. I'll just film it. Yeah, that's yeah, great. Um, meanwhile, have I told have I told the listeners about my barbecue judging? No. Oh well, is that, is that story time? We'll do that's, story time. That's story time. Well, how about we do some rants? Yeah, let's let's get Damien. You will get your barbecue stories uh-huh. in a in a different in a different. <laughs> what rants do you have for us? Today? Okay, exactly. here's one for you. The idea of consent. Go on. <laughs> I think it's bullshit. Mm-hmm. Because I've been thinking about this for a long time. Because women are always like, oh, you need consent before you do anything and this and that. You like, need you know, consent before you write an email. Yeah, well, you just like... You, you need know. consent to do a podcast. Well, look, usually it's always talk about like, oh, this person raped me because he didn't get consent. Mm-hmm. Right? And I've had many experiences with the opposite sex. Mm-hmm. 
And there's never been one point in my time where... Where you pulled out a pen and paper and said, sign here. Well, even the going to go, I would like to kiss you now. Yeah. May I kiss you? No. Or I'm going to touch you. Uh, in, on your backside, you don't now. do that because you. It's all the body language. It's body it's language. The it's the understanding. It's yeah. the talk. There's never like an active thing of consent. Non-consensual. Yes, I agree. Mm. That exists. Like you going. I know. Do, is them no. doing something and then going no. Yeah. So, okay. Completely understand that bit. But the what active, about the no? Well, you, but that's again. You understand that. Uh-huh. You understand that that relationship that you have. Mm-hmm. With that person, but the act of actual consent or mm-hmm. getting a physical or a, like a um, physically you get consent. You don't get it verbally. Yeah. Very rarely do you yeah. do that in the sense of a sexual act or something like that. But you, look, there's other instances where you actually don't get a verbal consent. Mm-hmm. You just get implied consent, and that's probably the most important thing. Consent is always implied, never verbalized. Mm. Okay. Think about this. You go to a doctor and they go, if they touch you, yeah. like, you know, like, oh, like, open up your mouth or this and that, you just... And it, go, and go, ah. Yeah, go, you expect, you, they're never, they're not going to say, oh, I'm going to also put a... T-. Church, we're coming up to the age, we're not there yet. Yeah. But we're coming up to the age of the implied consent with our prostates. Yeah. You know, the finger is just going to go up Bend there. over. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like going, oh, bend over. We're going to check down, your prostate. bend over. Yeah. They're, they're yeah. not going to go, and now can I put my finger in your asshole to feel your prostate? It's like, oh, that's what I'm here for, buddy. It's implied yeah. consent. <laughs> you know, same, okay, same as dentist, uh-huh. right? You go to the dentist. He doesn't go, okay, now I'm going to touch your teeth. And he's like, open up. Because <laughs> he knows. Yeah. That you're there for his... Well, they should be asking my consent before when they put me on the that that rape bed of theirs, you know? That's, that's a comfy couch. What are you talking about? If you no, had one of those... The dentist go- chair is a not comfortable. What are, you ta- what are you talking about? You have the same problem that I have. No, well, actually, no. actually, you're small, so <laughs> yeah. you fit into it. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I've got to take my glasses off and then I've got to wear the, the sunnies and then I can't see. Uh, it's very uncomfortable. And then the size of the chairs, it's not comfortable. Well, here's, um, oh, it didn't download. That's the most annoying, that's the most annoying thing I've had all day. Maybe it did download. Let me double check something. I don't even know what you're downloading. Oh, I downloaded a video. What porn were you downloading? Okay, here we go. Uh, I do have the video. It's called, called Consent. Why is it, why isn't it in my listing here? This is this is why we are the shittest podcast oh, yeah, that's here, out there. Because it didn't rename it tough. Here uh, you go. So here's a video, uh-huh. right? Imagine you go to the hairdressers, right. right? They need to give I need to give consent for them to cut my hair. Well let's have a look at this. <laughs> okay, is it okay if I touch you? Yeah. Okay. So I'm gonna go back a little bit. So this 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 uh androgynous person and this other androgynous person, one's a hairdresser. Yeah. Listen listen to what listen to the conversation. Is it okay if I touch you? Yeah. Okay, cool. Wait, what are your pronouns? I'm disabled, not a retard. <laughs> <laughs> I love Ricky. He's great. But you see that? It's like, so the hairdresser, can I touch your hair? It's like, I hope so. <laughs> like, I, I'm, I'm at the place. I, I've consented by walking in here. Exactly. It's like any place. It's like anything, like any sort of medical or doctor. This that or 
I get it. If you walk into a restaurant and they start rubbing your leg, I have a few issues. Mm-hmm. But if a doctor goes, oh my, if you go to the doctor, go, my leg's really sore. It's like, oh, let, uh, let me have a look at it. And they start rubbing it and go, what? It's like, well, you kind of, you should expect that, right? Yeah. It's it's like when you go and get a massage. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, uh, can, I, can I touch you? Yeah, fuck it. Yes. <laughs> yes, you can touch me. Yes. yes. So if consent is always implied. It's never formalized. Non-consent, I understand. So what situation has occurred recently that you have had implied consent or informed consent? Or is this just you saw this and you were just I just saw that it? video of like the uh, people at the hairdresser. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Them, th- them's at the hairdresser. Them's. And I'm just like, like I've, I've got, and I went to get a haircut. And I'm like, oh, I need you to, I need you to just, um... I need you to just. I need. <laughs> I need you to just cut my hair. Is that better? Yeah. Down. Right. Down. 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 So I'm having some audio issues here. Better. Much better. Excellent. Let's go with that. I got another rant. Another mm-hmm. another quick rant here. Um, speaking speaking of speaking of loud. Yeah. Speaking of loud, are people being too loud in the office bathrooms? <laughs> <laughs> All right, okay. Okay, all right. <laughs> you know, now I I don't like my work in the sense that not many people use the bathroom. Like there's not many people to use the bathroom. Yeah. So that if you do use the bathroom and you make a, you know, noise, noise or it's a yeah. big one. Yeah. It's highly likely that the other staff know, know who did it. Yeah. Yeah. That's the same as my office. Mm. My office is quite large. Mm. I'll give you that. But because we all work from home like two, three days a week, we know who comes in on the certain days. Mm-hmm. So when you, you know, you're taking a, cra- a, a shit, or you're taking a whiz, and you're like just, in, and then you hear, ah, <laughs> oh. you're like, man, I understand it's meant to be your sanctuary in that that stall, but it's not your home toilet. Please restrict, keep yourself neat and tidy. I want to know what diet these people are on ridiculous isn't it you know that they have to make all this noise it's like the tennis you know yeah <laughs> metamucil mate metamucil is a fantastic tool if yeah. you've never i've never had metamucil what is this you know when i when i did keto mm. and like when you have like carbohydrates sort of keeps you regular mm-hmm. when you're on keto um you sort of get a bit more. oh no longer. when you get on keto you have the keto shits yeah, keto shits for a little bit, and then it, it sort of becomes really hard. Oh. So Metamucil just helps. Helps. Clean, helps keep it. It, right. Uh, here's, and here's the final one here. Keeps now, I know flowing. you're not a DIY man. You don't do anything yourself. <laughs> no, well, hang on. <laughs> I'm going to refute that right now. I DIY'd my bed. Yeah. I DIY'd my... Yeah, I don't like to DIY. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I DIY my bed. Okay. okay calm down, mate. I don't care putting together f- IKEA furniture as <laughs> as DIY. Right? Right? No, no, I like to I like to barbecue. Yeah, and that's my DIY. Well, look, I repaired a fence today. I repaired a sleeper. I repaired my decking today. Uh-huh. I was very manly today. You can, you know? And and I am so proud of you. I'm very. But one of the things that I really like doing is rearranging my guitar pedal board. Mm-hmm. Right. And one of the things that's at the bottom, not this one, I rearranged this one, right? Okay. The digital ring. Got so it. At the back of them, and I've got these to show you. I didn't have these before. Well, I had them, 
but I didn't have spare ones, right? Oh, the sticky things. Yeah, so these ones here... The double-sided sticky no, things. No, no, no. So these are like... These are like stick-on things, uh-huh. right? And then you put your cables over the top. Oh. And then you run a uh, cable tie. Yeah. And, a tight, and that way it sticks on and it's neat and tidy Got it. for your cable sort of yep. thing. I'll go show you. Look. I understand. Yeah, yeah. Looking really good and... and Neat and tidy. Yeah, offices should have this. Yes. And desks. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. So I've got a bag of them now. I'm going to do my uh, TV unit, mm-hmm. right? And I do it. I do it under here as well. Mm. That's why it's all the stuff is all neat and tidy, right? Anyway, but I didn't have spares. I only picked up some spares like today, mm-hmm. but I didn't have them like two or three days ago. But I thought, you know what? There was already one stuck to the board. I can pull them off, and they'll still be sticky enough. But if we use a little little bit of super glue. I can put them wherever I need to do them, and it's all good. Perfect system, except for the fact that fucking superglue, no matter how careful you are, goes fucking everywhere and sticks your fingers together, and it lives on your fingers. No matter how much acetone you use, mm-hmm. no matter how much water, you're peeling it off like it's dead you didn't, skin. You didn't wear a glove? You always wear a glove when you use superglue. No, no, you know why you don't This is it? why I'm learned... And older than have you. Have you ever actually done DIY with gloves on? <laughs> and you get the Let, nice... Are the finicky? And you get the nice, um, you know, the nice barbecue gloves. What barbecue gloves? Oh, they're made out of cotton. Oh, yeah, great. You're going to put super glue in your cotton. It's going to stick stick everywhere. No, no, you just use... I oh, know, you use the medical gloves. And I know they're fiddly and sticky, but when you're using super glue... Nah. Church, we all know that super glue... Because you can't pick anything up with them. Yes, you can. Oh, I'm not spending ten, you know, 10 bucks for a pair of uh, surgical gloves. I've got a box. I mean, you probably buy the large ones when you need like the extra small ones for your hands. You know what? My hands. <laughs> Despite the fact that I'm a short guy, my fucking palms are the size of... They can hold a big, big uh, watermelon in one hand with mm. just the palm. They are. They are. We are. What's that? Well, we're very similar, actually. A lot more close than I thought it would be, to be honest. Yeah, my palm's massive. That's the that's the problem. But super get get super glue getting stuck on your fingers is. Mm-hmm. You know what was worse? I got these two fingers stuck together like that. Oh no! Not and then I go to Jess. Oh, can I have your nail polish remover? Because that's got acetone. She goes, I don't have any. And I go, Are you fucking serious? <laughs> she goes. I haven't done that in a while because I get she gets some other so you get some Asian lady to do her nails. I found some, thank God, and I you know washed everything off. And I You're go welcome. to Jess. I go to Jess. I'm a pretty sure I bought that bottle for myself because last time I got super glue on my fingers, I needed some. So that's probably my bottle. <laughs> she goes, yeah, probably. Prom. Oh well, congratulations, Turch. Tell me your story. <laughs> <laughs> It's time for a story with the We Only Do One Take podcast. Now, Church and listeners, I have achieved many academic qualifications uh, <laughs> over my life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I have, some people will call me doctor, you know. <laughs> I, <laughs> Which boss old does this? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I have achieved greatness. In my academic journey, but nothing more greater than becoming a certified barbecue <laughs> judge. The highest academic achievement to date. It's pretty great. <laughs> the course went from 9.30am to 10.30am. Wow. And then I became a 
qualified barbecue judge. What what do they teach you? Well, give us a crash course in this. <laughs> All right, barbecue judging. Uh, the competition is it like a three T, like taste, texture, and oh, I'll get there. There's, <laughs> there's there was fifteen teams competing. Yeah, okay. And there were um, eighteen judges. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> now, hear me out. Okay. Each team. So when there's four proteins that they had to cook. Okay. And the, at 11 a.m., the teams had to submit chicken. Yeah. And they have to submit in a box six chickens. Six whole chickens. Six proteins, about 50 grams of chicken. Okay. Right. So they've got to put, and it's one of those, you know, styrofoam, yeah. small, not a big box. They've got to have six bits of meat. Right. In the box. And there's a judging table. Yeah. And on there's three judging tables, and on the judging table there are six judges. Yeah, okay. Does that make sense? Okay. But- Each judging table will only taste five teams' meat. Right. So you don't taste... Everything. Ev- you don't taste... Yeah. We don't taste ten teams' chickens. We only taste five. Does it make sense? So it makes it more even. It makes it more blind testy. Yeah, it's a double blind procedure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So teams submit their box to their head judge. Mm. He puts a random code on it and then it makes its way to the judging table and then we just write the random code down. So we have no idea who mm. whose team we're eating. This is like the most sophisticated system for something that is so simple. It's a du- it's a very serious... <laughs> it's, it's very serious. It's very serious. It's very- What's the prize for winning? I'll get there. Okay. Okay. So we had to turn up at 9.30 and do a one-hour judging course, which they just go through the rules, like between now and two o'clock, you can't drink coffee, you can't have beer, you can't eat anything else, you can only have water and crackers in between. Like, mm. we're getting a free feed. Palate cleanser. Pal- yeah. Um, we're not allowed to go see the teams. If that happens, we'll be disqualified as a judge. Um, and then they go through a few of the things. Each protein is scored on um, appearance, texture, and taste. Taste is worth 50%, and the other two are worth weighted at 25%. Yeah. Does that make sense? Right. I, get, I get how weighting works. Yeah. I, do, right. I do procurement for a job. Right, good. I'm just, I'm just glad. All right. So there's a, each table has a table captain. Now, I'm not a table captain yet, but I'm working my <laughs> way up to become table captain. <laughs> I've never heard you speak about anything more than this whole experience. Like you've done twenty thousand years of twenty thousand hours of of education, your uh-huh. job, this and that. And right now, you've told me this. This is so specific. <laughs> this is like your autism. It is. It is one hundred percent, and I love it. And so the box gets brought over to the table captain, and the table captain opens the box. And shows all the judges on the table, the six or five other judges on the table. Now, we're not allowed to talk to one another when we're doing this. And we all inspect the box, <laughs> right? And then we have to write a score. Now, the scores are between zero and ten. Yeah. But we can only give a score of six, seven, eight, nine, or ten. Only the head judge can give a score of one to five. So a score of one to five means there's an infraction. Like there's a hair in the box. They've submitted the wrong meat. Maybe the meat's undercooked. Right? So that's the, the head judge can make that decision. So really, we're scoring eight, nine, or ten. Because these are like competitive barbecuers. They know what they're doing. If I gave a score of seven, 
the head judge would come over and if everyone else on the table gave a score that wasn't like eight, nine or ten, he would come over and say, why did you give it a seven? Mm. Like, yeah. What was wrong that you gave it? Like you shouldn't be giving sevens, sixes or sevens, right? Does that make sense? Like it's, so you got eight, nine or ten. Ten's absolutely perfect. Mm-hmm. Nine, eight. And then in the judging world, if you get a score below eight, like you've, you've really fucked up. Mm. Why are you competing? Why are you competing? So um, we we then get a bit of the meat and then we eat it and then we score it on texture and then we score it on taste. And then the head judge takes the scores and, you know, enters them into a computer and at the end of the day it spits out who the winner is. Fantastic. The winner on this competition walked away with like $3,000. Pretty good. I think runner-up got like 2000 That's pretty good. Yeah. And then there's like subdivisions like best pork. Mm-hmm. Best pork That's ribs. Like five hundred bucks. Best brisket. Yeah. yeah, it's pretty good. So it's fucking amazing. It's pretty good. I was I'm very proud of you. So full. Can I just tell you uh-huh. my side of this of this story here? Yeah. Um, I get a call, I get a message from you saying come and do this. I can't. Like uh, Jess was working. I don't care if you look sad. And I get a uh, get a call from you, and. And uh, I go, how you doing, buddy? And you're like, you know when you hear a friend and he's been drinking? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, was this before or after the judging? It's after. It's after. Right. So, and like, they're really happy, but they're not like drunk. They're just like in a good, happy, content Church. sort of. There and they're full and full as well. Like, you know, like that uh, food coma <laughs> as well. You're like, oh, Church had just judge. Had the best. You've got to come and do it, man. <laughs> it's like, all right, buddy. I can tell you were... You were did you, did you, were you think I was my... drunk? Because you hung up that phone pretty quickly. You're like, I'm, I'm busy. I'm no, gonna go. no, I'll take care of Felix. And he was running, <laughs> running a mark. I could have talked a lot longer. I thought we'd save it for the show. But I just... I just it, you were like in that... Not drunk, but like it had a couple of good drinks, and you were just in that food. There coma. were two times, but you were slurring your words. There a were little two bit. times in my life. <laughs> it's slurring words a bit. Two times in my life, church, where I've been elated. One of them was New Year's Eve, and you were there. The other was barbecue judging. <laughs> well, I'm glad I was there for fifty percent of those elated times <laughs> in your life. I think that's a pretty good. I think that's a pretty. So good anyway, oh no, I haven't finished, church. There is, because this was sanctioned by the Australasian Barbecue Association, the ABA. Turns out I'm as a, I'm a novice to this, but there are judges, they are retired. Yeah. And they literally go on holidays and judge it. Like, so the, the, the next one's in Bendigo, Meatstock. Judges have just come from New Zealand, from Hamilton. Then after that, they'll be going up to Townsville. Yeah. There's one in Thailand. Yeah. First comp barbecue competition in Thailand's occurring this year. So I was like, if I, man, imagine if I could get paid to be a barbecue judge. I would quit my job and just follow the barbecue circuit. <laughs> oh, you know, I've, been, I've read all of Moturn method, mm-hmm. right? And I won't spoil it. But I think more than anything else, it's really shown me that if you could just get paid to do what you love to do, uh, that is what the goal is of life. You know, he likes recording music in his basement. I really just want to do this podcast and write terrible country music songs. Excellent. And if you could, if, we, if we won the lotto, if I won the lotto, I was going to call you up and say, "Quit your job. I'm going to. We're getting a studio, and we're doing this five days a week." <laughs> sure. 
I'm, I could I could do this every single day in my life. I've got enough material. I've got enough jokes. Look at this. This is a pile of jokes that we can... I don't even think we'll get through all these today, but we'll try our best. Um, amazing. Thank you. Thank you very much. Shall we do... Let's see. What should we do now? Do you want to do some news or do you want to say... Let's do, let's do this segment here. Women, you can't live with them. I feel sorry for all the men still on the dating scene, especially the older, I won't say older gentlemen, but the more mature gentlemen such as yourself. Mm-hmm. Like, it's easier when you're, like, 19, 20. Like, you know, Jess and I met when we were 21, 22. It's easy. Mm, at the Eagle Bar. Yeah, we had time. Mm-hmm. We had time, we could develop, all that sort of thing. But I think as women get older, they get more annoying. Mm-hmm. And it's easy to get them young and be annoyed with them and they grow into their annoyedness, annoyingness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And look, I'm annoying too. But I'm sure Jess thinks you're annoying. Oh, yeah, yeah. I was going to say, I get more gassy. And she just rolls her eyes and like, oh, yeah, I've heard yeah, that before. She's going to hear this and go, yeah, well, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> but um, as you get older, I'm sure you're feeling it, feeling it now. It's like women are probably getting... You're so used to a life of not having a woman around mm. that when someone another, when, when a woman's there, you're just like, oh, man, this sucks. <laughs> So I found I found two videos back uh-huh. to back. Um, this, uh, let's have a look at this vi- video here. This is about a woman texting a guy to organize a date. Let's have, have a look. This here. is how you do not plan a freaking date. Wow. Oh no. Ah. Let's see. I'll play it through here. Give it, oh, together, here we go. give it together. 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 Ah, it's unplayable. Oh no! Uh, let's hope the other video is is better. So this is the same woman. So basically, this guy, this woman talked about having going trying to organize a date, date with this guy. Yeah. So she went on a date with this guy once, mm-hmm. and this guy messaged her the next day. And goes, "Hey, on Sunday, are you free for brunch?" And she goes, "Yeah, that sounds good." And he goes, "Oh, what's a a venue? Is there somewhere around you that's a good place?" Mm-hmm. And she's like on. You know, the t- uh, TikTok talking about. It. She goes, "Oh, now I have to think of a place to go to," and it's like, "No, well, he's just asking to go somewhere that you like." Yeah. So it makes it easier. Like you like it, probably close to you, making it convenient, making for it her. convenient for her. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And he he doesn't message her for a couple of days, and then goes, "Hey, like the day before, like, hey, just confirming that we're that we're going ahead," and she, oh. Oh no! On the day of, so hey, uh-huh. this I'll pick you up at like you know one o'clock. We'll meet you there, and she's like, no, I've already booked other plans. You can't just book a thing on the day. But it's like, no, he told you like the week before, like, hey, you're free on Saturday mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. or Sunday for for brunch. Yeah, and she's like, oh, big loss for him. Ah, oh, right. Anyway, so here's another video of her. I was rejected by a matchmaker this week. So it's the same woman. She's like thirty-eight. She sounds she- very annoying. She was rejected by a matchmaker. Let's have a listen to what this matchmaker told her. Wouldn't be able to work with. Oh my goodness! Why are these videos download playing? Oh no! I hope your videos aren't like this. Do you know this is the first time I think in this podcast history that this has happened? It has. I know. I'm usually like on the ball with all this sort of stuff. And now I'm very frustrated. I hope your video is not like this. Well, you know, it's been like 37 degrees Celsius in Australia today. So it's pretty terrible. It's, it's like, what, what's that? Like one, 
106 Fahrenheit, oh, something like probably, that. Yeah. Uh, here, here's another one. Hopefully this video works. Resumes, a stack of them. So that okay, so this woman is uh, going around <laughs> with resumes. Did you see this one? No. Okay. No, but I just love how you've just called it Woman 3. <laughs> Woman three. Well, like, I don't want to put the name jobs. It also called jobs. Okay. So this woman is uh, going around with resumes. The most humble I've ever felt in my life. Here we go. Holding resumes, a stack of them, so that I can go in person to places and say, "Are you guys hiring?" Okay. So she's going around to mm-hmm. the resume mm-hmm. saying, "Are you hiring?" Can I can I say, Church, that I think that is fantastic. It's great. Like I would. It's not the way you get a job. Some jobs I think you can do it. Well, retail. Yeah. But I, I guarantee she's not going for retail jobs. Uh-huh. If you're going for corporate jobs, maybe not. Probably not. No. But I, I, I know a teacher friend mm. who just wanted to do, like, casual teaching and looked, like, groomed professionally and went, was had a plan of going to eight schools, stopped in at the second school and basically got hired yeah, for the next there's day. there's a shorter demand of teachers, uh, But though. I just think that's, like, amazing. Yeah, I keep telling my mum to do that. She's been a teacher, what, for 400 years now. I but, guarantee But I mean, could... like, you could email or you can just, like, walk in and they can see you and you're hired. Yeah. True. <laughs> Certain jobs, I guarantee. Uh, I guarantee if you walk into a doctor's office, you're probably not going to get a job. No, you're not going to do <laughs> No. Yeah. <laughs> so she's going around giving out resumes. Here we go. It's honestly a little bit embarrassing because I'm literally applying for, like, minimum wage jobs. And some of them are being like, we're not hiring. And it's like, what? Say, so, okay, so some of the places are hiring, which if you're not hiring, you're not hiring. Correct, yeah. And this is not what I expected. I graduated college with two degrees in communications and acting. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> There's the kicker. She got two degrees. Amazing. You, maybe you should be able to get a job with communications. Communications is just what journalism is. So you can't, there's no journalism yeah, but- jobs. But governments and stuff need to communicate and write things to... Oh, you know, I work in the government. Uh-huh. I work in communications department. You know what they have people in there? People who study law. Okay. Because if it's policy communication uh-huh. or is it outwardly communicating, mm-hmm. they want it to be written very, very specifically government and professional and usually people who study legal studies or politics or... Or something like that. They don't want communications to just how to write. Who gives a shit? Oh, uh, yeah. that's what I was thinking. Because like, there's, there's, because there's a way in how you communicate yeah. and messaging and yeah. the wording, yeah, so that like everyone understands it, not being a bit vague. And some people get it, and some people don't. Yeah, yeah. If she did communications and legal or something like that, yeah, you'd probably get. Mm. More of a more of a job. Okay, so she's done two useless degrees. Really. <laughs> yeah. Degrees, yeah, and acting. Yes. She speaks three oh. languages. But minimum wage jobs don't care about that. No, the minimum wage job because can you make a coffee? Yeah. Because the person who's buying the coffee wants it to taste like coffee. Yeah, that's right. Mm. Can you do this? Yeah. I I just want to be a TikToker if I'm being so for real with you. But I can't be delusional anymore. Like, I literally need to make money. So, I'm just going to keep trying. Say, she wants to be a TikToker. Mm-hmm. Really? Follow your dreams, honey. You've got that communications degree. She needs the Moton method. Oh, she does need the Moton method. <laughs> Everyone does. Do you, actually, do you know, I look at that and I go, if she's done acting, 
I think she should actually be able to make money. And do you know why? Because parents need to take their kids to see, to do something and a kid's performance. You could easily get a job. Town hall. I went I went to a friend of ours kid's birthday and uh-huh. they had someone dressed up as Elsa yeah. rock up. And that person did balloon animals uh-huh. and painted some faces. Uh-huh. Or made snow. Sorry, didn't do balloon animals. Made, made snow with the kids. She was there for maybe an hour. And she they she probably got paid five hundred bucks. Mm-hmm. And you could do that once a week, twice a week. You know, maybe even if it's two fifty, you do two birthdays on the weekend. Mm-hmm. Claim your, your petrol that you drive around with, and that's five hundred bucks a week. That's that's pretty good. It's better than mm-hmm. minimum wage. Mm-hmm. You know, not consistent, but then you got the rest of the week to focus on your TikToking. Did I tell you that I I used to I used to do acting? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was in, I was in a pantomime. Mm. I did that for three years, from eighteen to twenty one. Mm. Good money, and it was unbelievable money. Yeah. And the thing is. I, I, it's almost like, I've actually thought of this as a business idea. The person doesn't do the pantomiming anymore, but she's got the three scripts. Yeah. And I was like, I just need to hire actors. Mm -hmm. And in December, because they're Christmas ones, I'm sure I could flaunt, like, I'm sure on the weekends, parents need to take their kids. Somewhere. 45 minute show. And you can do like four shows in a day. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. You can do, you know, start at 10. 10 a.m., 11, 15, 12, 30. Like, yeah, even to go at 10, 1, 2, and 5. Uh huh. So give everybody a break. Yeah. You'd easily be able to pack them in and out. Yeah. And just in a, so I think as an actor, you should, but anyway. Yeah, I don't know. Anyway, uh, you've got something? Oh, um, I do. This is for uh, low, uh, high calorie. Oh, high calorie people. Oh, what? Sorry, before we do. Sorry, listeners. What was that second video? You never told me what the second video was about. Oh, uh, that was the one she went to a matchmaker. Mm-hmm. That la- same lady, mm-hmm. and she went to a matchmaker. The matchmaker, she's like, "I'm, uh, you know, I'm a professional. I'm uh, very strong. I also want like an alpha guy and this and that." And the matchmaker basically says, "Ah, oh, well, alpha men don't want thirty-eight-year-old, strong, powerful women. They want feminine women that are dainty." Maybe you should try to be like that. It's like, I'm not going to, you know, change myself just to, because I'm what, you know, mm-hmm. people should have to bow down to me. And it's like, eh, okay, good luck with that. And obviously when she went to date that guy, um, you know, he was making plans, doing pretty well, I thought. I thought the guy did pretty well. That's pretty easy. He's like, hey, yeah. free next Saturday, Sunday, whatever it is. Yeah, I'll confirm the details. Like, like that's a pretty much a guy plan. Because like, the second date is also like still, it's not serious. Yeah, it's like just go somewhere. Oh, yeah. Let's do this one. It's time for the high calorie individual news. I'm, I'm so hoping that your video. I'm so hoping that your video works. I'm very worried at the moment. But let's play this video, huh? If you have a problem with someone's fat body, because that's what it is, it's fat, um, overspilling into your seat, that's not the person's problem, okay? It's the airline's problem, because that's who you're paying your money for. It means they're not an inclusive company. (laughs) Go on, Dutch. So, if... 
you know what? If I piss on your leg mm-hmm. while you're sitting in your seat next to, it's not my problem. Mm-hmm. It's not your problem. It's the airline problem because they're oh. not inclusive of me being incontinent, being in a piss fetish. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Of different sizes. So if it's affecting you, think how much it's affecting that person. No, I don't give a shit about you as a person. I empathy is for people who uh, don't have things to live for. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I care about like if I was sitting, you and I were sitting next to each other on a plane, and then a really fat person, man or woman or them's or whatever it is, sat next to us. I feel sorry for you. I would never feel sorry for the purpose. Yeah. And I don't know them. I don't give a shit about them. They should die. That person. Now, her response to this was that people should measure their bodies and the seats before they book a flight. Okay. Find me a flight that's size inclusive because I've never heard of it. I have too. I'm not going to say I'm like as fat as the fat people. No. But I'm broad. Yeah, yeah, you're a tall guy. And I'm a tall guy. They don't build, build seats for tall people. Uh, I'm broad too. I have, I have literally got two seats in economy. Yeah. Obviously, you know, it's not. I'm not paying full price for the second one, but there's some kind of like seat thing that you can do. But th- that's... that's. Oh, I'll tell you what, I went to the... Local- if I was encroaching yeah. into another seat, I would buy two seats. Yeah, absolutely. Well, for your own comfort. Mm, yeah, yeah, no, that's not for anyone else's comfort. For no, my it's for comfort. your own comfort. Yeah, yeah, it's the same. Um, like I'm a, I'm a broad guy. Like we both got mm. the. So when I've sat next to the seat, even next to my wife, and I'll I'll try and be smaller for her comfort because mm-hmm. I don't want to encroach on hers. Mm-hmm. But the other guy in the seat, I don't give a shit about them. It's fucking wide as. <laughs> oh, well, yeah. yeah. Uh, oh. Have to do that. The air companies should accommodate for everyone, because the, you know what they they should they should and they should have uh, for fat people a standing only section, <laughs> or under the aircraft. No, a standing at the back. Oh, uh, okay, yeah, that'd be good because if they're standing at the back, um, they can encroach only on each other's space. Or they seat all the fat people together so they yeah. can all be uncomfortable yeah, together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, so that's the thing. At least if they're standing, they won't stink as much. <laughs> they're sitting down. You can just tell they're all going to... There's nothing wrong with being fat. There's lots um, of things. People are fat for a, a variety of reasons. Why are you fat? None of which are any of your business. Oh, oh, oh. The airlines... Sorry. So, why your fat is none of my business, but you encroaching in my space is not is not their pro- fault or their problem. Mm-hmm. It feels like it feels like I um, just feel like the amount of effort they put into these TikToks could be put into anything else. Yeah, anything else. The problem is that they all speak like they have butter in their mouth. <laughs> Listen to the way she's speaking. Business. So, if you have a problem with fat people, with fat people. Taking up your space. Yeah, this is my space. If I purchase a seat, I own all of that. You're, you're renting yeah, that seat for yeah, that time. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We have a problem as fat people that space isn't given to us in the first place. We didn't buy it. That's like you know, I, I rented a house, but I didn't also get the neighbor's pool. It's like, well, you didn't rent that. <laughs> exactly the same. But I feel like you know how big you are. And how big the seats are, 
And that you should just get two seats. And you know what the worst thing is? Because they're so big, their orbit brings people closer to them. Mm-hmm. So them being really fat, their gravity makes us more uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. They don't understand science. Perhaps it would be more beneficial, instead of doing fatphobic TikTok videos, to use your thin privilege and mention that to the airline that no. it's affecting everybody. No, I think well, I think I, I will mention to the airline. I think that the airline should uh, give make a standing zone, like you know, <laughs> which were little horse carriages at the back, like those. They can walk you up on a on a leash, and they can put the little blinkers on so you can't see the food. You know, oh, don't feed them. Don't feed them. Yeah. Oh, that's like, it's like a, oh, you bought um the dinner on the plane. Well, why don't you give some to me? Well, you didn't you didn't rent that. You didn't buy the you know, yeah, but you know you should think about me. Well, no. So it's very frustrating. Too. <sighs> it's very frustrating. Uh, it's very frustrating. I don't understand. I don't understand. They think that they're like an endangered species. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, you know, you got to really be careful of us because we might all die out or we might, you know, it's like, well, yeah, okay, <laughs> that's cool. That's like, oh, you know what? There are lots of endangered species of animals. I just went to the zoo with Felix and it was great. I ran through the zoo Wednesday night, so. Oh, there you go. Uh, and it's like, you know what? That's, that's, that's great that they're saving certain animals. But, like, the certain animals I don't, like, if they go to you, hey, oh, sad news, Kieran. Mosquitoes going extinct. You'd be like, I really? Oh, <laughs> man. Houseflies going extinct. Oh. oh, what a shame. Oh, the shame, you know. Oh, um, redback spiders going extinct. Oh, for oh. horror. Oh, no. Taipan snakes. Oh, man. <laughs> really? man Labrador's they're... going extinct. No, 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 no. no, no. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, pit bulls going extinct. Okay. Oh, the horror. I know. Dash hounds. No, no, no. Wait a second. <laughs> Get them breeding. <laughs> uh, well, let's do. Let's do my uh, one of my favorite favorite parts. Of the show. I'm a guy with a daughter or son. I got one. It might be a pun. It will make you go sigh. I'm telling dad jokes till I die. So I wrote these jokes, and I don't know how many you want to get through, but we'll get through as many as as you want. But uh, I was telling you before, I was giving these jokes to Jess to try, mm-hmm. and Felix wanted one, so I wrote him a joke, and this is the joke that I wrote him. All right, let's read it. This is what Felix read. Yeah, this is Felix's joke. What's the difference between a hippo and a zippo? One is heavy, the other is a little lighter. <laughs> Good joke. I like that one. That's a good one. Uh, there you go. Okay, thank you. Oh, this is a long one. Yeah, yeah. My cardiologist told me that if I don't eat right and exercise, I could have a heart attack in the next three to six months. That That's not funny. Well, yeah. He's a cardiologist, <laughs> not a comedian. <laughs> I like how you said wait for a reply. Call me an old softy with a heart of gold, but I prefer you to call me what I am. 
a distinguished gentleman with a raging red erection. Erection? What's is that? A... Yeah. Oh, all right. Calm down. Calm down. Uh, he's a simple one. For a simple person. You know, I remember simpler times when the worst thing you would hear on the news was a hijacked jetliners flying into buildings. Thank you. Here you go. <laughs> you read I think my doctor might be retarded. His name is Dr. Retardo. <laughs> uh, this is my favourite one. I'll just say that one. Okay. Uh, okay, here we go. Here you go. Thank you. I'm writing a book. Oh, really? <laughs> it's a step-by-step self-help book all about how to be a supermodel. Wow. Step one, be highly attractive. <laughs> Step two, don't be a midget. <laughs> I do have some black people jokes because this is black love, but we'll get to those. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Who is, what is Muhammad's favorite video game? I don't know. Bomberman. <laughs> uh, here we go. You know, your dad jokes have become a lot better since you've been writing <laughs> oh, them down. It's funnier when you read them. You've got to be a real piece of shit to throw litter out your window while driving. Mm-hmm. I spent all day picking up litter on highways as part of my community services for beating up my girlfriend. And it's made me develop a real hatred of scumbags who litter. It's Black History Month. Uh-huh. Um, they get a whole month? Whole month. Wow. For black people. So I wrote some black people jokes. Um, here we go. All right. Let's read this one. <laughs> Church. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> I haven't read all of it, but I... <laughs> Church. I think you should join the Ku Klux Klan. What? <laughs> Not because you're a racist. It's just that you would look a lot better with a hood over your face. <laughs> oh. Oh. Okay. Someone asked me recently, what is worse, black slavery or the Holocaust? I said, that's easy. The Holocaust is worse because I love cotton. <laughs> Oh, man. Uh, Here's a good one. Last of the black jokes. Some gold-plated chain... Like, chains? Yeah. Yeah. Some gold-plated chains would make... (laughs) Make a nice retirement present for a really, really good slave. (laughs) (sighs) Okay. Um... Are these funny yet? Yeah, they're good. They're okay, good. Okay. 
I've got a new plan for us to oh. get rich quick. Oh, here we go. And develop a passive income stream. Oh, fantastic. We're going to start swapping the world the, the word essential uh-huh. in place of the word snake uh-huh. and start selling <laughs> oil. <laughs> mm-hmm. oh, here we go. Here's a quality dad joke. All right. The spaces between rings on a ladder... Have, rungs, rungs. Oh. The spaces between rungs on a ladder have changed to be larger over time. Wow, really? Yeah. The manufacturers have stated that it's due to the average Australian is taller now. Mm. But we all know it's due to climb it. He's a joke you could tell your nephew. <laughs> What has five toes but isn't your foot? What? My foot. (laughs) Okay, okay, here we go. (laughs) Right. My favourite childhood memory is building sandcastles with my grandfather. Mm -hmm. That was until my grandfather took the urn away. (laughs) Oh, man. If you can't handle me when I'm covered in blood of a boar, I've just sacrificed to the gods, then you do not deserve deserve me during the bountiful harvest that will result. That's more of a fact. True. <laughs> a horse. To ride or not to ride. That is equestrian. <laughs> There we go. The only reason men say women and children first when evacuating a sinking ship is so that the men can stay behind and kiss each other. (laughs) Men are so disgusting. They are horrid, putrid. They will literally fuck anything. Feet, blow-up dolls, ugly women. Some even fuck other men. Uh, here we go. <coughs> nice, nice religious one for you. Oh, excellent. Do you know that according to the Bible, men get to heaven before women? Wow, really? Yeah. Revelation chapter 8, verse 1. <laughs> and when he had opened the seventh seal, there was silence in heaven about the space of half an hour. <laughs> That's a real quote. Too. Oh my God, that is fucking brilliant. I love <laughs> you that one. keep that. It's yours. That's... Oh, here we go. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to balance out the black jokes with the Jew joke. Okay. Sure, junkyard dogs are mean, but the meanest dogs are usually found guarding concentration camps. <laughs> All right. Are you ready for the last one? This is the best one I wrote. Okay. This is, oh, there's a lot. Wow. The, tele- the Taliban <laughs> online magazine, Inspire, has a recipe for a homemade bomb. It also has a recipe for a pretty good banana cream pie. Ah, <laughs> oh, that's good. <laughs> Does the Taliban have an online magazine? Is it's that called true? Spy. It's it's real. It's not real. Oh. <laughs> it's called a joke, Garrett. <laughs> oh. What do you think? 
That was a lot of jokes. That was great. I love that. Actually, that was my favorite. The you can, Bible you, one. You can keep that. That's that's yours there. That's... What? While we're doing that, let's uh, let's get this one. It is time for the motherfucking news with the only one. Take my guess. You really caught something, motherfucker. Titch, I saw this article and was worried for us. Because we are writing a country album. It's true. And T-Pain says he's written country songs for other artists, but stopped taking credit after facing racism. Mm. So we could be facing racism too. If only you would stop writing all the country songs while in blackface. I think if we don't tell people about that, Uh I think we'll be okay. Okay. I done write a lot of country songs, the hip hop star admitted. Yeah. Mm. He does write a lot of songs. A lot of people write a lot of songs for other people and just put their name to it. Yeah. Yeah. I did hear about that. It's pretty interesting. And it's kind of right because he's done a a covers album recently. Mm -hmm. It's really good. Mm -hmm. Uh, So I highly recommend listening to that one. Here's here's one for you, Kieran. I don't know if you saw this, but um, some more activists. I tried to get the video, but it didn't work. Some activists have come out and they're pouring. They came out, the environmental activists in Paris and went to the Louvre Mm. and and they threw uh, soup Mm. on the Mona Lisa. You've never been to Paris, you've never seen the Mona Lisa in person. No, but but I know it's behind a plastic... It's behind glass. Glass there, And they threw it on there. And obviously, you know, the problem is they don't understand... Do you understand why the Mona Lisa is so important? The Mona Lisa is so important because it's the Mona Lisa. Yeah, that's what they think. Yeah, I've got no idea why the Mona Lisa... Okay, it's, it's not really that important yeah. as, as a piece of art. In fact, it's just a painting of... like It's it's a picture that Da Vinci was paid to paint. Uh-huh. And it's just of a woman named Mona, literally. That's it. And Lisa is where she was from. Uh-huh. Right? No, no, sorry, other way around. Mona was where she was from, and Lisa was just her name. Uh huh. Yeah. But the and she was just paid to paint. It wasn't even like a royal; it was just an upper class sort of person. But it's a really old painting, and it's painted really well. Well, it's not finished. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, but it was stolen at one point, and that's why it probably has some sort of sentimental. Like I think, if you look at a piece of artwork, his Last Supper is probably a more impressive piece of art. Right. Right. Um, but that's just one guy's opinion, right? And I don't think they understand why that piece of art's so important. Women's rights. Well, I don't know. So I, I think, I think the problem I have with them throwing soup at the thing and people getting uppity about it is that the look. If I went to the a museum mm-hmm. and in the gift shop or on the way through, they said, "Here's a can of soup. It's eight bucks." throw it at a painting. Yeah. Would you not go to the museum more? I, yeah, but it feels like that would be like the purpose of that. Place. Yeah. 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 But they should, look, people aren't going to museums. Yeah. Right. They don't understand why art's important. Uh-huh. Like if you were to t- get, like I said, do you, you couldn't even explain why the Mona Lisa was good. And the, I'm sure I could Google it. I know, but, but that's beside the point. I'm sure if I'm I went ju- to see it, I'd I'm sure that I'm sure that read people, the plaque. 
I'm sure the people who say who don't know why the Mona Lisa is good will complain that modern art is terrible. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's the same group of people. Mm-hmm. That's why they're not throwing soup at modern art. Mm-hmm. They're throwing it at something historic because people have this uh, built-up well, expectation, more, understanding about it. But more it. people know of the Mona Lisa than modern art. Yeah. So it gets a bigger impact. That's it. But it's covered up, whereas a lot of the modern art isn't. Uh-huh. So if you wanted to destroy modern, destroy yeah, art, but if they put if they put paint or soup on modern art, that's not making the news. I think it would. I think you'd be surprised because remember it is a scam mm-hmm. across the board. But I think that they have to. I think that I think there's a market being missed out on by the the the, the paint throwers, the, no, the no, soup no, throwers, no, 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 by the uh, by the museums. They should be encouraging that. Come in. I'll come in for the your paint throwing. Come in, pa- throw here. We, we sell paint. Come in, we sell soup. What mm-hmm. do you want? Mm-hmm. You know, we'll give you buy like a, a Pro- water pistol. Protest your government yeah. by throwing. Yeah, yeah, do whatever. Here's some water. We'll give you the water pistols. Mm-hmm. And the artists could actually make money by yeah. you know, provide art for shit to be thrown on. Well, that's the thing. Like either that, or if the, if the museum owns it, it just refunds mm. the, the stuff in the museum. You can get more for the people who actually like I art. Would go, appreciate I would go. I would go to throw something. Yeah, it's, it's almost like going to like a place where you get to smash stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. By the way, in Singapore, they have this place where you get to smash stuff in a room, and they give you a TV to smash. There's, I think there's one around here somewhere. Is there? Yeah. Oh. Apparently, a lot of women, more women, go to them than men. Right. And women just go in there, and apparently, all they yell about is their ex-boyfriends. Uh-huh. Yeah. Whereas guys goes in there and after a couple of smashes, you're like, yeah, whatever. It sounds cool, though. It does sound cool. I got to smash plates once for, like, one of those Greek restaurant mm. places. It was yeah, like yeah. a night of smashing plates. A lot of fun. Oh, yeah. A lot of fun. Breaking stuff's always fun. Yeah. And it was right before my VCE. Oh, so it was perfect. Oh, what do you got? What do you got news-wise? All right. Um, <clears throat> Titch. A woman... Do you you like Costco? Yes. Have you read their returns policy? Um, no. Oh, well, maybe you should. Yeah. Woman returns Costco couch after two years test limits on return policy. Wow, that's pretty amazing. Yeah. That's the article. I can't pay for the rest of it. That's all right. Yeah. I've never gone... Have you ever returned anything? I am a non-returner person. I... Hang on. Well, if it was like... If it was a lot of money, yeah. I, if it's if but, it's but if it's a lot of money, you would probably do your research on it. See, I've like the stuff. Okay, I've just bought a, a my vacuum cleaner's died, and I need to put a new battery. And I yeah. could spend like one hundred and twenty bucks and buy it from Dyson. Yeah, I've bought like a twenty five dollar thing from Amazon. Yeah, if it doesn't work, don't worry about it. I, I'm not going to yeah. chase up twenty five dollars. I feel like I've got better things with my time. Yeah. I think guys are not returners. Like, I feel like if it was like $10,000. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's but different. if it's $10,000 and it doesn't work or something like that, you would be like, what the fuck is going on? But I also just don't think I would have purchased something on the spur of the moment if it was $10,000. Yeah. That's why I always think like Harvey Norman ads, uh-huh. right? And he watches like, this fridge is down from $8,000 to $6,000. And I'm like... The, like, things like that should be impulse buy type of advertisement. It's mm. like, you know, it's like, oh, go back, like you're, you're walking past something and you go, oh, actually, you might need a cable. 
That's why they put batteries at the end of your, of your shopping trip or chocolates because people make bad decisions right at the end because they've decision fatigue. But when it comes to like appliances, does anyone ever go, oh, yeah, the TV is 50% off. I just need a new TV right now. Mm. And it feels the same about like when we talk, like, you know, no one's ever going to buy like an eight, like a $2,000 fridge and then get it delivered and go like a week later and go, oh, actually, I don't need it. Like either you need a fridge or you don't. Mm-hmm. You don't just buy an additional fridge. for. And the when sake. I needed a fridge, I needed a fridge, but I still needed a fridge that fit. Yeah. Like the space that yeah, I had. Yeah, there's a whole bunch of... Like, and I didn't want to have like one that was smaller and more space. Yeah, yeah. So a lot of research well, went into research that. research you do it. <laughs> it's a big purchase. Like, mm. Yeah, two grand is, is, a pur- is a big purchase for most people, if, for us. Yeah, yeah. So, no, I'm I am not a returner. Yeah, I, I think would, a lot of the guys are. I would also think of like two years of me having a couch was like, would be like, yeah, but I've like worn it in. Yeah. Most things don't have it on the, have I'll it on the this, legs. I, when the, I moved into the my current place, I did buy like the koala couch mm. and I wouldn't buy that again. Mm. It served its purpose. Yeah. It was fine. And then it's sort of like, I was like, yeah, this was like a cheap couch. It's not as good anymore. Yeah. It's, it hasn't lasted as probably as long as I would have expected it. But How long? You've been there, what, four years now? Just, well, I got rid of it two years ago. We right. had it for two years. It served its purpose. Yeah. But it was, we got we got a better offer. Yeah. We actually got a free couch. Perfect. And so we just went, well, we're fucking off this other one. I didn't chase up, like, yeah, I've never really returned anything. Like even stuff from Bunnings, like I've bought like paint and or extra brushes or something. Yeah. And my dad always goes, "Oh, just return and get your money back." I'm like, you know what? I'll probably need this brush in like a year, and I'll just have it. Mm-hmm. You know, even guitar stuff. Like sometimes I just buy cables because they're on like 10, 20, 30 percent off. And people go, "Why do you buy so many?" I'm like, "You never know." Uh huh. Like I might just need it, and then I'll buy like a new piece of it guitar equipment and I have all this uh, you have all the stuff p- peripherals yeah. you know? no I, I, I find I find I find I've got I don't know about you Turch but I can also I feel like my time is better not that I can make money from that time but like that hour of returning something because it, let's just say it's 20 minutes to the shops yeah and then you're there for 10 to 15 minutes to return it and then it's 20 minutes back. Mm. Like, that's an hour. Like, what else could I be doing with that Anything hour? Else. Yeah, exactly right. Well, I don't know. I have some more news, but it's not been that important. And uh, it's too hot in here for us to think anymore. So, ladies and gentlemen, Kieran, thank you so much for being in the studio. Another thank you. Fun episode, yeah, it is pretty hot, isn't it? Let me um, turn the fan off. Yeah, I know. Well, we can't listen to do that while, while we're recording. But, ladies and gentlemen, make sure you follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, Spotify, iTunes, and SoundCloud. And if you want to send us some emails, some news, some rants, some death threats, whatever you'd like to send us, email us at we only do one take podcast at gmail.com. Ladies and gentlemen, we will see you next Thursday. It's the We Only Do One Take Podcast. The only podcast that is a complete shit show. Come on, man. Motherfuckers, guys, come on. Give me the five-star rating, baby. Give me the five-star. That's all I want, baby. That's all I want. I'll fuck all the beautiful girls in the goddamn world. They'll fuck a ten-star. I just want five. Five, baby. Just five.